Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. And here we are once again on that run-up to Christmas, of course. We're almost there. Lord knows already. I know, I shouldn't really say it. So, not it's next week. I think it will be our super festive special. Well, today it is the best in modern and contemporary jazz, as we always bring to you at 9 o'clock on a Saturday night in Manx Radio with Jumping In, myself H. And me, Chris. Yes, hello, and welcome along to this week's show on a special day in history. And no, not because the tree isn't up yet, and not because you haven't wrapped the presents yet, not least because you haven't actually bought them yet, and not even because of all the British tea thrown into Boston Harbour in 1773. Although if you're driving, tea is a top tipple, particularly if you can get biscuits thrown in. But because in 1901, Marconi received the first transatlantic radio signal, and now a mere 122 years later, Jumping in can be heard all over the world. So, H, what worldly goodness have you tuned into this week? And what have you dunked too long and has dropped into the bottom of your mug? <laughs> you might well ask. Um, I've got a sort of a new oldie, as in a sort of a reissue, Ivory Forest Redux. One I had in vinyl way back. It's been a redone. John Schofield with uh, Adam Nussbaum, Wayne Dockery. Into the Wilderness with uh, Tony Williams, uh, whose birthday it was just... A few days ago, and also a bit of Mel's vision. And from me this week, we seek attention, we try to open the box, we drift darkly with a birthday boy, and to kick things off, here's John Lang's Erotica with Poetry in Commotion. Thank you. 
nice indeed. Uh, poetry in Commotion from uh, John Lang, bassist Lang, moved from California to New York back in 2000 with only an upright and an electric bass and nowhere to stay. Fortunately, in taking the first apartment he could find, he found that he made himself a neighbour of a few floors separated from fellow string plucker David Happy Williams. Does that ring a bell with you? Uh, Based no. Where he used to play with uh, Cedar Walton and Billy Higgins as a regular house rhythm section at the Village Vanguard. And thanks to his new friend, John was put on the guest list. And he said the experience inspired him to get out and play even more. And during the pandemic, when the clubs were closed, Lang went through all his collection of musical sketches and lead sheets and put to work expanding them into full arrangements from a dream octet. Well, he was nearly right. It turned out being a nonet. And they released Erotica on the Cellar label in September of this year. And as you heard, very good it is too. Poetry and Commotion there. We heard solos from Gary Smulian on baritone, Chris Briers on alto, and Roberta Pikett on piano. And that's erotica rather than erotica. 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 Very good. Very clever. I like that. Good stuff. Good way to get going, I must admit. Uh, Here's one from the ever-dependable Alex Sipiagin and his quintet. Lord knows how many albums he's got out. He's another prolific recording artist, and virtually all the ones I've heard, I think, brilliant, really good stuff. He never seemed to get a duffer. Uh, He could have had another six out since this one, albeit it was released in 2023. Mel's Vision with Chris Potter on sax, Jonathan Blake on drums, Matt Brewer bass, Dave Kokoski on piano, and this is a take of Ornette Coleman's Bird Food. Thank you. 
<laughs> very Ornettish. Great album, I must admit, uh, the follow-on to uh, Moments... Uh, what was the last one called? It was called um, Moments... Pa- no, it's not. What was it called? Moments Captured. Not mm. Moments Past. Moments Captured was the previous one to this. And like I said, there's probably another half a dozen. Now, certainly, we were counting being on at least six or seven albums as a sideman since this had recorded. Such is his busy schedule one way or another. Uh, but some uh, great notes on this one saying how that the project for this album uh, gestated after the 2016 release of Moments Captured and the the founder of Criss Cross Records, his label Jerry Teakins with a G, suggested that uh, Alex record a standards album but before they got round to it, sadly Jerry uh, Teakins Sr. passed away in 2019. His son, Jerry Teakins Jr., spelt with a J... That's quite American, isn't it? But there's probably a very good reason for it. Re-established the crisscross label and then Sippy Agan recorded Swing on This, which uh, we featured, of course, here before, as we have so many of Alex's albums on the Opus 5 album. And then the cooperative quintet, that one, of course, with Seamus Blake and such like. And yes, this one came into being off the back of that. Um, it had been a, an eventful time. So Mel's vision, Mel is of Alex's... Uh, wife, of course, and he writes about how it was, you know, he dedicated the album to her and how it had been a tough time through COVID as it was for so many musicians. They also decided in spring of 2020 to uh, sell up from their state's home, so they had a house and he'd have some time in Long Island, just 50 miles outside of New York City, and um, relocated to not quite so convenient from the New York point of view, Singapore uh, <laughs> for five months. And then after that, which was a Tam's homeland, and then off to the uh, small town in northern Italy when they are currently still residing there in northern Italy. So he's actually on the European side. I thought, I must admit, he was still working stateside, but he's actually European-based now. In any case, worth checking that one out without a doubt. As as I say, not a duffer among the Alex Sipiakin out, uh, output. Mel's vision. And uh, besides which, he has guest spots on more albums than most people have in their own uh, repertoire. Uh, it says here, Alex is an amazing musician, truly a multifaceted composer, arranger, producer, and a wonderful lead trumpet player, and most of all, a completely original trumpet and flugelhorn soloist. Something unique, which quite frankly astounds me every time I hear him. That's Randy Brecker commenting on him, and uh, good praise indeed. And uh, as you say, fantastic. We haven't caught him live. It'd be good to catch no, him live. Maybe we should get to New York. Now, another new name on me, and indeed a debut recording, is Korean-born, New York-based pianist and composer Yoon Mi Lee, who also has a great nonet, although the number of tracks on this album are augmented by a further string quintet. Here are the central line with you and me's composition, Narcissism.
Yes, I like that a lot. You and Me Lee and her nonette with Narcissism, one of seven original compositions on her new release, Introspection. And what a great band. We heard solos on that track from Alan Ferber on trombone. We featured him with his big band before on the show. And Remy LeBeuf, who I always keep an eye on, on alto. And the rest of the band too. Tony Cadillac on trumpet, John Ellis on tenor, John Gordon on, uh, John Gordon on alto, Vinicius Gnomes on guitar, Matt Closey on bass, and the wonderful Ari Hoenig at the drums, and of course, Yunmi Lee on piano. She studied contemporary piano in Seoul, later discovering jazz. She then studied in California, then did a jazz piano degree in Maastricht, and then a master's in jazz piano from New York University. So with all that pedigree and this kind of uh, group of friends, I think she's definitely going to be one to watch. Certainly is great sound. I must need to uh, check that one out. You are listening to Jumping In, the best in modern and contemporary jazz with Chris and myself, H., and this is Tony Williams.
Terrific stuff. I haven't heard that for a long time, I must admit. Talk about all-star lineup. It's uh, Michael Brecker, Stanley Clark, Herbie Hancock, Pat Metheny. Can you get sort of much better than that? Probably not. Uh, obviously, you might not like all of them individually, but, I mean, Michael Brecker, well, sadly, left, uh, left us quite some time ago. But, man, what a player and just hailed by so many people even now how, how influential he was and we did have the great pleasure of interviewing him uh, way back I think it was uh, was it Bath was it Brecon it was it Bath was, it was Bath, Bath wasn't it yeah. what, what a nice a fella lovely guy Absolutely lovely fantastic guy. guy really nice and uh, gave us plenty of time and chat hey, have a drink guys I don't want any of this stuff I don't drink anymore it was just such a lovely guy tragic that he died uh, so young um, we haven't unfortunately had the pleasure of speaking to any of the others Stanley Herbie or Pat Matheny over the years we tried with Pat Matheny when he was touring last year no joy I'm afraid I think we're just too <laughs> too small to register I don't know I don't know you never know never say never as they say uh, but that was from his uh, Wilderness album from quite a few years back now but uh, I just looked at my phone flashed up the other day to remind me that it would have been the birthday of the great Tony Williams who of course uh, as is well documented started out his career playing with Miles Davis at the age of 17, I think he was, 16, 17, something remarkable like that. He was so young that he wasn't actually t- technically allowed into the, some of the clubs where they are playing. And so Miles sort of said, yeah, we grow a moustache or something, make yourself look a bit older. Something along those lines. And so, uh, yeah, if you look at the early pictures, Tony Williams always has a moustache in order to look a little bit older. Terrific stuff, though, and, uh, yeah, marvellous. Do miss him knocking around. What a player. And Mike Brecker, you're right. Never did a bad thing, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, saw him a couple of years after we did that interview, uh, playing a solo gig, which was the last tour he did, just playing solo saxophone. Really, really engaging, and that was at Union Chapel in uh, in London. Fantastic. Had a word with him there too. Remembered us from coming in. So, uh, no, thoroughly nice fella. Sadly missed indeed. Now for a really swinging track from an old friend of jumping in, uh, who we have interviewed before, saxophonist Patrick Cornelius. We last spoke with him at Southport Jazz Festival. Would you like to put a punt on the year? Southport, yes, I remember doing that. I would think it would be about uh, six years ago, so I think it would be about 2017. Ooh, one out, not bad. 2016, and he was releasing then Tales of Winnie the Pooh with While We Are Still Young. And we uh, featured his more recent 2020 release, The Way of the Cairns. But now from his new book of secrets, here's Puzzle Box. Thank you. 
Thank you. 
Puzzle Box from Patrick Cornelius' latest release, The Book of Secrets on the Positone label, a company who makes sure all their releases swing. And what a great band. Leading from the front with great panache, Cornelius, uh, live and supple alto battles with guest tenor man Diego Rivera, also very good, and they both intertwine with explosive vibes playing of Ben Galech and a top rhythm section, the house rhythm section really, Art Hirohara on piano, Peter Slavov on bass and Vinny Sparezza at the drums. Book of Secrets deserves not to be a secret and Puzzle Box is perhaps more a box of delights. Thanks to Positone for sending us a copy of that. Hi, this is Steve Tibbetts, and you're listening to Jumpin' In with H and Chris on Manx Radio.
Son from her latest on uh, ECM. I remember playing one of hers ages ago. Real mixture of folk and jazz and classic and that sort of Nordic sound as well. Wonderful. Worth checking out. It's like th- someone said it was like three albums in one, I think, on one of the ECM chat sites because you get sort of like a little bit of uh, everything. I think Tree of Seam on sax there as well. Before that, a reissue of uh, Hal Galper's classic 80s album Ivory Forest with Hal on piano, John Schofield guitar, Wayne Dockery bass. I don't think we heard Adam Nussbaum, but he's also there on quite a few tracks as well. Great stuff. Just being reissued. Ivory Forest, Forest Redux. And uh, that's about it for this week's show, but we will be sticking uh, in the ECM vein for a track from our birthday boy, the late uh, and much-missed John Abercrombie, who died aged 73 back in 2017. And the year before that, ECM released a box set of three albums entitled The First Quartet, with Richie B. Rock on piano, George Moratz on bass, and Peter Donald at the drums. If you didn't have them, this was the first time the albums had been available in Europe on CD. From the first of those albums, Arcade, here's the sublime Night Lake. See you next week.